Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's everything you can expect to see on Sunday when two of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history meet in Tampa. But before that, two of the greatest college football programs of all time will meet under the lights with America watching. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, including... SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, seconds away if you're a big boxing fan. Gigantic bout this weekend on ESPN. Lomachenko, Lopez. We will have Teddy Atlas, the one and only legendary boxing trainer, join us in nine minutes. But you want to talk about heavyweight? That's a flyweight bite. You want to talk about heavyweights? Alabama, Georgia, under the lights tomorrow. College game day starts your day. The game will end it. They'll be live in T-Town Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. It's a pleasure to welcome in Greg Sankey, who's been the SEC commissioner now for five years, taking over for the legendary Mike Slive. Great to have you here this morning, Greg. First things first, Alabama and Georgia is on, but what could change the status of the game between now and tomorrow evening? We go through uh, testing every week, and this week is like every other week. We have to finish that testing uh, results and then make sure that we're within the expectations uh, around our roster numbers. Uh, right now, uh, I think it's pretty widely known. We have two programs that uh, we've had to reschedule because of uh, falling below those numbers, but we don't have any other programs that are in really close proximity to the thresholds unless something were to happen this morning so we're looking forward to a weekend of football with uh five of our games still scheduled to be played greg why is it so important to play uh sec football this year i went through that exercise back in july so it was the week after our media days would have been held and i asked probably about 50 or 60 people you know why why do we play college football and I, i i took it away from 2020 and just asked over time and there were a couple words that came out repeatedly one was connection for people um connection for young people who are part of a football program a campus community education who have opportunities you go back to 2019 that was lsu's time it was joe brady's joe burrow's time joe brady too you could argue um (laughs) Uh, Joe Burrow's time, and it's somebody else's time this year. Um, we've played 150 years of college football. This is 151, and those 150 have included pandemics, depression, political upheaval, civil unrest, um, world wars. Uh, we've we've made it through all of those, and I thought it was important to provide the opportunity. Our our football leadership council asked us for the opportunity. You know, things like we'll be tested every day. And, um, you know, here we are. We've had three good weeks of uh, complete success, no interruption. We've, we've hit a, a bump right now. We want to make sure people are healthy. So I've had to press the pause button. But I think each of these weeks in its own way is, so, is shown why it's such a meaningful endeavor. I, I guess for me, uh, playing football, especially in the SEC conference, given that there's a, a huge pandemic going on and, and the, the health factor and all of those sort of things, why push through with it still? Same reasons. It's it's part of culture, society, it's opportunity, it's connection. We've worked hard to do so in a healthy way. Uh, we have had positive tests. That's reality in, in all of our society. 
we have worked to maintain healthy environments and, and have been able to do that by and large. And what we now face really two different circumstances, one where a lot of opt-outs um, and some injuries thin the roster, another this week at Florida and their athletics director, Scott Strickland, was open to say they've had an increase in positive tests, so they're going to provide the right kind of care, the right kind of caution uh, to, to, to move forward, and, and we can continue to do so as a league. And that's why when I go back to answer the question about what's What's on for tomorrow? We we have healthy situations uh, across our league, but you're going to have these realities within a pandemic. Greg Sankey, SEC Commissioner, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Commissioner, uh, what, you know, obviously Coach Saban tested positive. What would it take for Coach Saban to be able to ro- roam the sidelines this weekend for the Alabama Crimson Tide? Well, I don't know that I can speak to all of that. There's a, a protocol that we have for, for validation, but, um, you know, those things will be strictly adhered to of tests if there's concerns about testing problems. We've uh, we've managed through uh, validation issues before. I don't quite have any prominence uh, like might be uh, around Nick, but he's followed the protocol, has uh, had a conversation last evening with their athletics director about, uh, you know, when they learned and how they reacted, they reacted quickly and, and properly. And I'm certain that they'll follow the protocols in place moving forward. Greg J. Williams here. Why are we not allowing coaches to coach from home? That's a great question. Cause I was just on a conference call, a video conference with the NCA in a conversation about basketball season and allowing some more flexibility. And uh, I, I clearly missed the conversation about what adjustments do we need to make. So that's like my, my entertained by the question moment to say you'd think we could find a better way globally. But it goes back to yeah, probably three, four years ago, discussion about the use of technology in college football and a reluctance to run down that road. And that's the, the underlying answer that, that, that puts us in the situation of our current limits. In light of the outbreak at Florida, uh, what did you make of Dan Mullen's comments to pack the swamp? Well, that was after a game, right? Um, and we always know that there's an intensity around games. Their, the university president was quick uh, to do what we've seen around our league, which is we're going to follow the, the right kind of health protocols. And uh, obviously a, an opportunity for a bit more reflection, uh, given what's happened within their team this year, this week, I'm sorry. Last one for the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, joining us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, one of the most powerful people in sports in America. And this is obviously a job where the microscope is white hot. And in this regard, Greg, uh, our Alex Scarborough reported that you sent a memo out last week to schools around the 14-team SEC to say that conference revenue distribution would be cut by hundred grand each week if schools did not follow protocol, I think we all know conference distribution is down in general because of, you know, people not attending games. The TV games are still airing. It's all there. Um, what went into that decision and how are you determining who is breaking protocol if it's not just test results? That memo was one of several. So I'll, I'll break news and say <laughs> that was not the first memo, uh, nor will it be the last memo. Uh, as we came back to activities, 
Way back in June, we talked about the elements that have been part of public health advice since, what, February, March. Social distancing, hygiene, masking. And there's plenty of debates about masking. And I was on uh, ESPN radio in midsummer, said, you know what, this isn't a political debate. This is the best health advice available. And my Twitter feed will now fill up. Our head coaches are leaders. They're well-paid leaders. They have a uh, responsibility to fulfill those expectations. So we've started on Monday using broadcast game footage, evaluating every time a head coach is on camera. Is the mask up? Yes or no? And if it's no, are they social distance? And if you don't have that mask in place a supermajority of the time that you're viewed, that puts you in jeopardy of a fine. And I'll even break more news. It's $100,000 the first time. Uh, I'm not going to announce those the first time the schools can choose to do so, but we're corresponding today. The second time, it's $200,000, and I will announce each of those publicly. The third time, it's $300,000. We'll also look at other sideline areas to make sure there's compliance. But our head football coaches have a lot of expectations, a lot of pressure, just like me. They are leaders. They are the most visible leaders within our athletics programs. And my message is they have a responsibility to lead. And wearing those masks during our games is a leadership responsibility. There's no doubt. It all starts from the top down. And let's not kid ourselves. The SEC is watched by so many more people than any other league. So you got to set it by example. Commissioner Sankey breaking some news this morning on some gigantic fines if anybody wants to color outside of those lines. It's going to be a big weekend of college football. And as we say every single weekend, Greg, hopefully it'll be a safe weekend of college football. Really appreciate you joining us and being so honest with us this morning here on ESPN Radio. Thanks, Greg. Absolutely. Stay healthy. Same to you. That's the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, one wow. of the biggest roles in all of sports, like I said. He's been on the year, uh, job for five years, and he's done a fantastic job. All right, fellas, your biggest takeaways, I mean, mine would be just his last response and giving those specific, Jay, financial figures for anybody that decides to wave or flout the protocols? You know, obviously, Key's question was one of the most intriguing to me about, you know, why why play? And uh, I, some of his reasoning was very sound about community. And, you know, I, I think that's a question we all ask ourselves about sports. You know, are, are we how are we doing this in the midst of a pandemic? And we're all pushing forward. But the, the last thing that he said gave me a lot of confidence because that's you have to lead by example. And I think there being extremely harsh penalties for not setting the right example are things that need to be in place. And we need to abide by those standards of excellence in order to continue to have the option of pushing through a pandemic if we decide to play. And I think, I think when you, when you look at from the standpoint of what he was saying um, about, you know, a sense of community and things of that nature, that, that there's no question about that. That's what, why you play sports. Whenever, there's a time of, of something where people will feel a certain way and you, you turn to sports. But with that being said, you're still dealing with a pandemic and you still have outbreaks and you still have to shut down campuses and locker rooms and postpone games and move all of those things. And so when you look at it, in the end, is it worth it? Is it, is it really worth it? And so – they have to. They had to, and they have to arrive to that uh, conclusion that it was worth it to continue to play football, continue to move games, continue to do those things at the collegiate level. 
And then on the back end of our conversation with him, when he talked about finding guys, I think early on, at the beginning of the season, both professionally and collegiately, you saw a lot of coaches not social distancing, mass down. I mean, that's just because they was in that coaching routine. I think moving forward, you won't necessarily see that because they all got the message now. Getting a message early on is one thing, but getting it now and actually visually seeing, uh-oh, I'm on camera, I see it now, oh, let me make sure that I always have my mask on and I'm not confronting the referees with it down. Do you still think it's not worth it, Key? Man, it just depends. At the end, it just depends on it. Just depends on what happens in the end, man. That's that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I'm with, we I, haven't I, really we haven't really had nothing really bad happen yet. So it looks cool right now because you quarantine, everything's good. We shut it down for a little bit, then we get right back at it until something catastrophic's happen. Then you don't really or not happen. You don't yeah. really know. And right. just hope that everybody's safe. To Key's point, it's business as usual until it's not usual. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what we're dealing with the entire time. So from two heavyweights that we hope cross our fingers, everybody stays safe, that we will get Alabama and Georgia tomorrow, to a couple of lightweights, and I don't say that lightly. No points are awarded. No judges swayed. But gamesmanship is a hallmark of how the fight game is played. The statements. Teofimo Lopez, whether you hate him, whether you like him, you're still going to watch him. The stairs. The order of entrances. The outfits they wear. But it's all out the window. With the first punch that lands. Cannot wait for this gigantic fight. The biggest boxing event of the fall airs live on ESPN this Saturday. WBC franchise, WBO, WBA world champion Vasily Lomachenko takes on the IBF kingpin Tiafimo Lopez. We have waited so long for this. They'll clash in a lightweight unification showdown live on ESPN, and it's live from the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. Live coverage again, 7.30 Eastern tomorrow, ESPN undercard on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN+. Plus. It is a pleasure to have Teddy Atlas join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. For those that may be too young and don't realize this guy's contribution to the fight game, 40-year career, legendary trainer, Michael Moore, our own Timothy Bradley, and of course, Iron Mike Tyson. And Teddy, one of the biggest figures in the game, joins us this morning. Do you actually believe this fight is actually going down with all the drama that preceded it, Teddy? Yeah, it's about time. Boxing can use it. You know, and I'm not making an overstatement. There hasn't been much on as far as really eventful fights since the pandemic, to be quite frank. Uh, ESPN had a good fight two weeks ago on ESPN Plus with Cepeda and Baranchek, but nobody saw it. And it was more of a slugfest, more of a rock'em, sock'em robots fight. But this is guys that are at the top of their level, elite class guys. And again, there's been a lot of sparring. You know, the truth is the truth. A lot of sparring on the networks, all the networks since the pandemic. A's against B's. A, you know, the A side, the B side, the B side never wins. But this is a fight where people are looking forward to it because of the names, because of the accomplishments, because of the talent, and because you can make an argument for either side to win. It's a big one. And, and like I said at the beginning, 
It's important for boxing. It's kind of like the fight that's going to bring the attention back to the sport. Teddy, how important is uh, the power punch from Lomacheco? He's not the big puncher here. Uh, Lomacheco's the technician. He's the guy. He's Tiger Woods, quite frankly. He's, uh, his father, from the day he was born, had a plan. Almost like a laboratory, really. He, when he came out of the womb, he was going to be a world champion. And in his estimation, the goal was to be the best fighter ever. And he did everything, drills, mentally, physically, technically, everything from the beginning to make that come true. He's, he's Neil in the Matrix, where he's doing this and this and this. He's in front of you, he's on the side of you, he's behind you. You can't find him, he breaks you down. Lopez, that's your man right there, if you're looking for power. He's the guy. I always say on ESPN when I'm doing the fights, I always say punches are not made. They are, they are born. And Lopez, either you got that kind of power. You can improve it with technique, don't get me wrong, but for the delivery system. But you either have it or you don't have it. Lopez, he's got the power in his hands. Teddy, Jay Williams here. How you doing, brother? Good, Jay. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Tell me, tell me right now, can Lopez outbox Lomachenko? You know, that's a good question. Uh, no. I mean, you want definitive answers. I could stand, you know, in the middle of the fence. A lot of us out there are good at that. And um, sometimes that's the most comfortable place. But I think if I'm in this seat, like you guys in your seat, you have to give a definitive answer. You have to find one side or the other. So I'm going to say no. That doesn't mean he doesn't have skills. He knows how to fight. He knows how to fight. Um, and he's got great genetics. He, he's got great physical abilities that you're born with. Where not only does he have power in his hands, he reminds me, Lopez, of course, reminds me a little bit of a young Pacquiao. Pacquiao, great power. But Pacquiao had that explosive step. You know, you guys would understand that in your, in your sports, where it's about quickness. You know, it's not just about the 40, what speed you get, but that, that closing step. And not everyone has that. Lopez has that. Pacquiao had that, where that last two feet, bang, He'd be on top of you before you could react to it and deliver the package, deliver the power. Lopez has that. That's his most dangerous asset in that ring, I think, with Lomachenko, is that not only he can punch, but he'll be on top of you like a panther before you even know it. And that, that is something that, you know, again, is just his kind of explosiveness, his kind of, you know, build or genetics, makeup. Anything Lomachenko has, he's terrific. He's great technically. But his strength, all those assets come from designed exercises. If you watch a video on him and you watch his training in camp with the things that his father puts him through, you'll understand what I'm talking about. There's no doubt about it. This is going to be an absolutely gigantic fight tomorrow. Again, ESPN on the way, 7.30 Eastern, a fight you'd normally have to pay for. But this time around, for sure, something you can watch for free. The biggest fight since the pandemic took place, courtesy of the biggest and best trainer in the biz, giving us the lowdown. Teddy, thank you so much. That's Teddy Atlas, legendary trainer. Still to come, Jay will or Jay won't.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You want to make a little money? Let's make some money out here. What prop bets is Jay betting on this weekend? And which is he passing on? Hey, look, me's is different than you. Jay will or Jay won't. Let's get this money. I mean, who doesn't want to make money? So here we go. It's our weekly Friday staple, your last second gambling advice from our resident gambler, Jay Will. Jay Will or Jay Won't? And we've got an interesting theme for all of our games, beginning with... The Houston Oilers Bowl. I've been doing so many curls. I got to lay out the arms. Houston versus Tennessee. Of course, remember (laughs) the old Houston Oilers, if you're old enough. The Tennessee Titans, of course, came from Houston. Here is your wager, Jay. Ryan Tannehill... Total passing touchdowns over under one and a half. That's easy. Over. I go over. It looks like their offense really clicked last weekend against the Bills. Three TDs. A.J. Brown finally looks healthy again. I'll take the over. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an easy one. It's over. The over is minus 180. Won't make nearly as much unless you bet on the under. Hey, all you cats and kittens. I'm not going to let Zubin keep asking you questions. What's going on? He's never watched Tiger King. Detroit versus Jacksonville. Carol Baskin, shout out. I don't know who that is. I've heard you just guys mention it 20,000 times. Okay, so this will be Detroit and Jacksonville. Here, kitty, kitty. The Lions and the Jags. Matthew Stafford. (laughs) Matthew Stafford. That could have been a, it was a Jag, I think. Matthew Stafford, total passing yards over or under 282.5. I'm going over. Uh, the Jags' defense was torched by Deshaun Watson last week, and we saw that. He threw for a season high 359 yards and three TDs. Wide receiver uh, Kenny Galladay has a great matchup against the secondary. I'll take the over. Yeah, it's over. He'll, he'll, he'll torch them for 300-plus. That's minus 115. So, essentially, you would have to lay down $115 to make back $100. Next up. The filibuster. Indianapolis versus Cincinnati. Very appropriate as we hit November 3rd. The filibuster, not with an F, but with a P, as in Philip Rivers. Oh, this, this is hot. This is cold. This is cold, guys. Ready for this one? For the other guys, it's passing yards and touchdowns. For Philip Rivers, total interceptions over a half. Does he throw a pick? For Philip Rivers? Mm-hmm. A pick. A pick. Um, I would go under. I think, I think the Colts do a great job protecting Rivers. I think they also really establish a run game against a very bad Cincy run defense. I'm going over. He will certainly throw a pick. That's all he does is throws picks. He's a pick machine waiting to happen. To Key's point, Rivers has eight games with at least two picks 
dating back to last season. The only guy with more, obviously. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go under. The South Florida Transplant Game. Man, listen, man, Dade County, man, they lit right now. New York versus Miami. All right, it's the Snowbird Bowl. New York and Miami. We're ready to go. Frank Gore, who is probably one of the older dudes in the NFL. He could be an NFL snowbird. That dude has been in the league for a long time. Frank Gore, total rushing and receiving yards. So we'll call it total yards, right? Total rushing and receiving. This isn't a bad number. Over under 60 and a half. I'm going to make this one simple. I'm going to go under. It's just mm. hard for me to bet on anything the Jets do offensively. I'm going over. Uh, that, that's pretty easy to me. He's a, Le'Veon Bell's not there anymore. They're going to get a ball to Frank Gore. And this is what Adam Gates wanted to do the entire time. That's why he signed Frank Gore. Now, you don't have to worry about Le'Veon Bell, so I'm over. That's why I think it's not going to work, because this is exactly what Adam Gates, the brilliant offensive scheme person, brilliant. has wanted to do all day long. That's why it's going to backfire. Very smart. <laughs> Superman returns. Oh, boys! I'm back! New England versus Denver. Notable because the only thing he hasn't worn to the postgame presser is a cape. He's pretty much put on everything else. We're talking about, of course, the stylish and talented Cam Newton. First scoring play. How about a New England touchdown to welcome Cam back? The first scoring play of the day between the Broncos and New England, Denver and New England, would be a New England touchdown. Yeah, I'll take it. Just Bill Check has had two weeks to prepare coming off a of bye week. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm going to go under. I don't think he, I don't think, I think it's a field goal. So essentially right now it's at plus 130. So if you throw down a hundred bucks on the first scoring play being a Pats touchdown, you will make 130 bucks. We got to keep track of these moving forward. I'm going to come back and revisit. So it's $130. I'll give you a hundred. I get 130 back. If the first scoring play is a new So I'm only going to make $30? And you get your $100 back, of course. No, that's, a, back. that's a bad bet. I don't like that. I don't like betting like that. I need to, from laying 100 I need to make 100 I need to double my money. Well, you're, uh, you're still making $30 oh, more. Oh, man, I don't like that. Mm-mm. I'll still Countdown take the bet, to but Ken. I don't like that. He's a bad well, man. Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. So you would be okay. Look, you're making one hundred and thirty dollars off a hundred bucks. You're making you're not money. giving Let me two thirty back. You're <laughs> giving go, me one thirty. Let it go. I'm not losing seventy bucks if I lose. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm risk. getting two thirty back. Right, because you get your hundred dollars. Yes. You bet back. You get that back. Oh, okay. I I thought okay. That's fine. <laughs> I I thought that's why I don't gamble. But you're making money. I don't really money. understand it. <laughs> you're no, your money making, back. And making, you're making money. I'm making one hundred thirty bucks off a hundred. Yeah, that's good. Okay, the game of the week. But only I seem to think this is the game of the week. Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Let's go with each quarterback if we can. Aaron Rodgers, total passing <laughs> touchdowns. Okay, now, now listen. This, is, this, this feels like a piece of cake. Aaron Rodgers, total passing touchdowns. Over. Over, under, one and a half? Over. Yeah, over. 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 You ain't making much money betting that way. How about the other way? Tom Brady, total passing over. touchdowns. We'll give him one and a half. You don't see him as. Over. 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 One and a half. Okay. He'll throw for two at least. All right. Last one. Next question. Should have had this one's for Miles. This one is for Miles. This one's for Cleveland Browns fans. Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. Simple one here. Who's going to turn it over first? Or maybe nobody turns it over. Hmm. I, I, I think Cleveland turns it over first. I just think that pass rush defense, knowing the way Cleveland's going to try to run the ball, um, 
I'm going to go with the Cleveland turns the ball over first. I, I think it's Pittsburgh. I think mm. uh, 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 sack fumble mm. on Ben looking to his left, holding the ball a tad bit too long. Miles coming around, tomahawk, chalk, bam, out, fall on the ball. I will say this on the third. Key, if you want to make some money, because I know you want to make some money gambling, this is the bet to take. No turnovers, clean game, plus 1400 So if you threw it out 100 mm. is this Keyshawn or not? You put it on $100, you would win $1,400 if it's a clean game. Is that that's the, the kind of bet want. you want to make? Plus 1400 Yeah, that's the bet I want. Yeah. Can it happen? Absolutely. No. <laughs> it, will it, not could, happen. it could happen, really? but most likely it won't. It could, but most likely it won't. So, so I'm not just going to throw $100 away. Gotcha. But if you well, you got to bet some money to make some money. You can't just want all the reward and not put up any money. No, the, the 100 to 1400 I'll do that. But okay. that I thought when he said 30 I thought I'll give you $100. you only going to give me 130 back. But you give me 230 No, no, no. That, that, that is okay, a bet. So, you get okay. your $100 back uh-huh. and you make 30 on it. So I'm you not really, doing that bet. You're only up $30. Evan's in my ear talking about you're going to get 230 back. I'm not doing that bit. You want $1,300, $1,400. You'll take that. I'll take that bet. I'll give you $100. You give me $1,400. I think everybody in America take that bet. I would concur. Did I get it wrong? What, what was, what, actually, what, was, what were the numbers on that last one? The 130 The 130 Essentially, if you lay down 100 bucks, you uh-huh. would make $130. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, you got oh, so you make $130. Right. So I'm getting 230 back. Okay. If I'm getting yes. 230 back, I'll do that bet. But Correct. if I'm not giving you 100 to give me $30 back, I could do math. I'm with you. That's all I'm saying. Number one rule in gambling, <laughs> never bet a lot to make a little. It is the number one that's, rule that's in gambling. That's what I'm saying. Never bet a lot to make a little. See, I You'll knew always that. get burned doing that. I knew that, and Depends. I don't even gamble. But when, when you explained it to me, it was kind of like, well, why would I give you 100 to get 30 back? Right. I'm not doing that. No, no. Nobody <laughs> would bet that bet, way. Depends on how many bets you got out there, Zubin. That's true. Incremental That's true. growth. But remember, even the guys that are the best gamblers in the world are only hitting 60% of your, the time. See how hard it is. starting to grow. As we started only talking about best. betting, it's like you, you look like a better. <laughs> I'm scratching. Trying to get the scratchy little. <laughs> trying to get to Vegas. Big story this morning in the National Football League that I bet Vegas is keeping their eyes on because they have to maybe take down the odds for the game between the Colts and the Bengals if it isn't played. Mm-hmm. And that is that the Colts have had an outbreak at their facility, according to some team members, as is protocol, just like the Falcons yesterday. They shut down the facility. Everybody's home for the moment. They're taking a look at exactly what is going down. We saw this with Tennessee. We saw it affect Minnesota, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs, the New England Patriots, the Atlanta Falcons, the New York Jets. All of these teams have had COVID issues that have either shut down the facility or led to rampant testing within their franchise. The latest is the Colts. Our ESPN NFL insider Diana Rossini earlier this morning on Get Up with Mike Greenberg and company on the latest she's hearing about what's going on in Indy. They're just being very measured and very conservative about this. They obviously don't want to see a situation like we saw in Tennessee. So right now, Chris Ballard, the GM there, made the call. Let's shut the facility down and we're going to work virtually all day long. So that is good news. It doesn't feel like it's one of those situations that's spiraling out of control like Tennessee where there were 24 positive tests. But that is to say that's just the early word, and I'm sure Diana will keep you up to date throughout the day on SportsCenter, and you'll hear anything of value on ESPN Radio that comes down regarding this. We should also mention that Odell Beckham Jr., who left the facility yesterday with an illness, and then obviously when you hear something like that, considering that the Colts just played the Browns from a contact tracing perspective the previous Sunday, at any time you hear somebody's leaving practice with an illness in the NFL, you know exactly where your mind goes. We should mention this is great news that Odell has tested negative for COVID-19. That's according uh, to a source that told that to our Browns reporter, Jake Trotter. So again, that's important because the Browns played the Colts last week, but OBJ is good to go. Testing negative. Great to hear that. 
That, that's, great. that's great news for the Browns. Uh, it's unfortunate news for the Colts. But once again, I think the biggest thing here is containment. Like, you shut down the facilities, you contain it. You make sure that everybody tests negative again, and then you move forward and you do contact tracing to make sure. Yep, get on it quickly and swiftly, and that's what we've seen from all these clubs that continue to have a positive test. They get on, they shut the building down, they figure it out, and then they go from there. We'll wait to see exactly what happens. Once again, Colts-Bengals game wouldn't say it's in peril just yet, but if you're thinking about gambling on it or you're thinking about watching it, we'll wait to see what the Colts do. Jay, you would know this. I don't know about gambling. So if people that have laid these bets on the potential postponement of games, do they get their money back or do they have to wait until yes. the game starts again and see if they play? No, you will get your, money, get your money, back. money back. They would do what they call, quote-unquote, take it off the board, which means when you walk into a big board in a casino or you see it online, they would have the odds you could bet it. But if the game does not go on, they would, quote-unquote, take the game off the board. Sometimes there are irregularities. Sometimes people see nefarious things happening. This is not nefarious, but in any way, shape, or form, if the game were to be pulled or canceled or postponed, they would then take the game off the board and refund you your money. You sound like you've done this a bunch. Well, I'm just saying. Gambling. Mm-hmm. We're from Jersey, <laughs> man. Like guys at the end of the bar breaking real, their leg. Real, and real sneaky been there, people Zubin. talk about this since I've been like four years old. Yes, I am. Zubin the thumb. Sometimes I went by that. <laughs> Zubin the thumb. In- intimidation, not my strong suit at 5'11", 157. Still my high school weight, though, so that is at least one win for me. After this break... Smart picks are best college football movies. As we set up for a huge college football weekend, best college football movies you can find on Redbox and our sports smart picks for the weekend. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Before we let you roll into your weekend, I hope you enjoy watching a little college football on Saturday, NFL on Sunday. We got two Monday night games again on Monday. We'll have the Chiefs and the Bills, and of course, we will have our traditional Monday night game between Arizona and Dallas as they continue to move on without Dak Prescott. Smart Picks is brought to you by Redbox. So essentially, if you're new, we give you the Smart Picks in sports that the fellas are going to be watching this weekend, and then the Smart Picks on Redbox, which has so many great things to watch on demand. And this particular weekend, we'll be focusing on, apropos, college football movies. We'll get to the guys' flicks in just one second. 
But, guys, the smart picks in sports. Key, no lack of things to watch this weekend, right? I, I'm going to take the Packers over the Bucks. That'll be smart, right? I mean, you, you think about Tom Brady being down, some of his weapons. Aaron Rodgers could potentially be without Devontae Adams. We don't know the status of that, but if I'm a betting man, I believe Devontae Adams will play in this game. He missed the last one on a late scratch from his doctors telling him he couldn't play. Um, Aaron Rodgers has got to show – continue to just keep showing MVPs type work. And that'll be at 425 Eastern on Sunday. So that is key smart picks to get in front of his television Sunday. 1A, I got Georgia versus Bama. Obviously, I told you I was building my whole Saturday around that. No doubt. And then 1B, I got the Browns versus Steelers. With or without Nick Saban, though? It doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter. I'm watching that game 1A. Kirby Smart finally beats his uh, boss. That game will be Saturday night at 8 Eastern under the lights, befitting a gigantic matchup in the SEC. College game day, Reese Davis and the gang in T-Town, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern on ESPN to get you set for another big weekend of college football. And then finally next week, the Big Ten will be back and we'll start to feel a little bit more whole again. As you guys know, I always go off the board with the smart picks. I always come up with something that only I would probably watch. Maybe it's because I have money on it. Maybe not. That's just another story for another day. I'm going to go with the CJ Cup. It's actually a golf event this week. I'm going to give you a name to watch and listen. Probably never heard this guy's name before. He just cracked into the top 10 in the world. He's one of the Mm. most talented young players in the world. His name is Terrell Hatton. He's number 10 in the world. He's an Englishman. Just keep an eye. I know what you're thinking. He's an Englishman. He's an Englishman. No, okay? that ain't what I was thinking. He looks like Rory And yeah, that ain't what Jay was Why thinking either. Me? That's not what you was thinking, and that's not what I was thinking. And he was new. And when Zubin said the first name, right. we looked at each other. We got another oh, one. No. We let got me, another one. Let me just say it like this. If he was standing next to Rory McIlroy, you might have trouble deciphering who's who. Okay, okay so I we don't it. have to. Okay, I okay. get it. I just, it, All right. it, when you said the name Terrell, <laughs> first thing me and Jay, I didn't need to say nothing. I was like, oh, damn. We got another one. Okay, well, I'm going to watch. I'm just being honest with you. You should still watch. I think he's it's a pretty so good player. It's so anticlimactic, though. <laughs> so, oh, never mind. Go in ahead, the world Drew. that we're living in. I'm go just go trying ahead, to Drew, introduce man. this just guy. Ahead, just, now he's got to justify his own first name. Forge through. Unbelievable. Terrell Haddon this weekend, CJ Cup. We'll have it. Golf is back. Masters next month. All right. Let's go to the smart picks in college football movies. There's so, so many great sports movies over the years. I'm going to give you guys some options and – just stop me at any point you like and say, this is, my, this, is my, this is my movie. The Great Inspirational. Remember, Marshall's Plane Crash, for those of you old enough oh, to remember, yeah. that was 50 years ago, yeah. 1970. Wow. So there was a movie made in honor of those men and women that perished in that plane crash in 1970. We are Marshall. That is on the list. Yeah, I, you know, that was, I, I remember way back when, obviously, um, I had a chance to see it when I was in college. Sure. In fact, one of our, our uh, assistant coaches, uh, dad was coaching at Marshall at oh, the time. Man. So, you know, so I kind of remember that. But mine's the blind side. The blind side. Yeah, Michael, Michael Orr. Orr. You know, he played in the league, the blind side. You know, whole SEC gave you kind of like a a back look, a, 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 a inside look at how recruiting a football sure. goes to a degree. I mean, not everything. They didn't tell you everything that went on in the it's SEC. It's a feel-good movie. It we was can't a feel-good, yeah. There's a lot of... SEC type things that went on, but okay. <laughs> Speaking of inspiration, I'm going right. with Sean Astin. Yeah, I'm going with. Uh, I don't know if you know that name. Do you know the actor? Rudy? Yes, Rudy. Old school. Ver- Key rolls his eyes. Rudy, just legendary, legendary movie. Notre Dame, Irish. Of course, you I mean, would respect take, the Golics. Of course, Golic, my man. Of course, you would take Rudy. What, what does that mean? Of course, it's what just, does that mean? It's it's a classic. I don't fool with Notre Dame like that. So it's just you know. Why not? 
When you were a little kid, you never. No, no, before he even went to SC. Man, I grew up, up, all I know is Cardinal and Gold. I don't know anything else. I grew up across the street from the University of Southern California. Okay. Literally. That doesn't mean that I don't fool with Notre Dame. That does not mean that you've never watched any legendary classic movies. No, I saw Rudy. Okay. But what made you not like it? It ain't just not, it's not my style. That's all. It ain't for me. It ain't for me. Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand. It's a good movie. It was a great movie. It's fine. I get it. It's an inspirational it's a movie. movie. I yep. get it. And by the way, it's a celebrating a special anniversary. In fact, the movie was released this week, 27 years ago. So October 13th, 1993. The Express is also available. My All-American. There's so many great sports movies. We Are Marshall. As poignant as any on demand, anytime you want to watch on Redbox, rent the newest releases fresh from the theater at the box or on demand. A reminder, we're presented by Progressive Insurance and Goodyear. Whether you're on the field or on the edge of your seat, Goodyear wants you to embrace the unexpected. Every upset, touchdown, fourth quarter comeback, let it move you. No matter what the season throws your way, Goodyear is here to help drive you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Biggest takeaway from this morning, we had the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey on. I'll just paraphrase his comments. He essentially said he was in a meeting talking about basketball, Jays College Basketball, which will begin November 25th, and it never really crossed his mind about the opportunity for coaches to coach remotely, specifically somebody like Nick Saban said it never really crossed his mind. Jay, it was one of the first things we thought about yesterday. What do you think? We got about a minute to go. Oh, I thought they were going to play the sound. Um, I, look, I, I think it's the right thing to do moving forward. You're obviously going to have more cases potentially of coaches with COVID. Uh, if there's a chance to be malleable, flexible key, key then you, flexible. Might, you, you probably want to do that now. Yeah, I guess so, right? I mean, you. Yeah. but how do you – I just don't – how do you execute it? Like I was saying to you, do they put them on like a big monitor – with speakers, because I'm assuming there's not going to be many fans in the stands and they could coach them through a speaker. Or, I, I don't know how they do it. Like I said before, how they do that, that should be up to each individual but they team. Should, but, they, but, but they should allow them to do it. Got two baseball games tonight, maybe two tomorrow. Georgia, Alabama, the big two oh. on Saturday. I got something so, go so nice for Key to wear on Let's go day. Dodgers and let's go Terrell. Let's go. <laughs> Terrell Hatton. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.